Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Awe Stories. Each week we speak with some beautiful souls about self-care, radical self-love, and the practices that have led them to transform into being heroes of their own lives. I hope you leave each episode feeling inspired and motivated in your own journey of self-discovery, ready to create greater presence and moments of wonder and awe in your everyday life. Welcome to this episode of Awe Stories, guys. Cannot wait for you to hear this episode. Randall Simpson is with us. She is from It's a Life, and she talks about intuition, the power of the calling and being our true and authentic selves in this world, which is so hard in our current culture. So I cannot wait for you to listen to more of what she has to say and encourage you in your own path today. As always, you can find our show notes, resources, and links on our website at www.abreathoffreshaw.com. And if you like what you hear, please feel free to share the episode with a friend or go on our iTunes channel and leave us a review. Thank you so much for being with us. So, hey, Randall, how are you doing today? Yeah, very well, thank you. And you? Doing really awesome. So we were just talking about how it's nighttime here and where are you at right now? Um, I'm currently in Bali and it's just, uh, yeah, risen to morning and the birds are chirping, flowers are out and it's ever so sweet. So very grateful. Yes, that's so awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the awesome work that you do in this world? Yeah, so basically um, I and my partner uh, founded what we call It's a Life and we it, we base it as a, a little place in Bali but it does reach um, outwardly to so many people around the world. Um, we do a lot of different types of therapy and healing through yoga and even through our yoga teacher trainings we've really specialized in the healing elements of yoga to bring forth a more conscious and awareness practice because what we really find is that so often you hear, you know, like, oh, just get on your mat and, and it'll, it'll move through you and, and you'll be able to release and deal and, you know, gosh, we've got to love that mat because it's so relentless. But at the same time, our big thing is trying to bridge the gap to understanding, okay, well, let's not just hop on our mat um, to release. Let's take what we get from our mat and bring it out into the world. Um, so we really focus on yoga for the human being um, and how that human being can actually, um, yeah, unfold to help the planet, you know, as a whole. Such beautiful work that you do and so necessary to translate that um, practice, that asana practice, right, that physical practice into so much deeper work that is what yoga is about and meant to be lived out and expressed in such a much bigger way than just this physical practice, right? Oh, absolutely. And like, seriously, you know, when you tap in and you're connected, um, and this is what we go through with our guests, like we have guests that come for yoga teacher trainings, we have guests that comes for their own like um, spiritual or self development journey that's specific to heal a particular part, whether they're actually struggling with mental health issues, or, you know, if it's just some time for themselves to have some sacred space, it's like, really understanding that all you need to do is is connect, it's all 
all inside of you and there's so many different pathways to do that but what's so beautiful about yoga um, or anything to do with you know body movement is that we can actually physically understand and feel you know and and feel as though we're a part of that purpose and I think it helps to really clarify that separation of when we're not connected and things aren't so flowing you know yeah when it's more pushed or pressured as opposed to just being yeah. like this yeah yeah and like life flows you know if you're you're connected and it's flowing through every like layer of you your life will flow you know those conversations with people those relationships will flow they'll blossom and and I think that's what it's all about and um yeah I really feel as though you know the moment that I decided to really listen on the inside and connect with you know my inner keywords and, and that mission like I don't go through a day without doing anything um that I don't choose to do you know and it's about that conscious choice and yoga has been a very big part in that and I think when we have conscious choice then we're able to really um, listen you know to our inner being and our inner purpose and then we're never searching for success it it just is it's so fulfilling and so beautiful and yeah I I love my life (laughs) like and I love everything that it brings um, forth and I love everything that it confronts me with yeah so beautiful so can you talk to me about what life looked like before you started your practices and before life was with as much ease as it is now um, well, to be honest, like uh, ever since I was a little girl, like this has been my way. And although I might not have known the, the words yoga or <laughs> meditation or anything like this, like I was a dancer, I was in a tutu at the age of two. Um, so I was really so understanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was really understanding of like, oh, like this is what it feels to, to dance and feel this like energy moving in, in me. And then like, I don't know, like I just started to see the connection as I grew and and understood what was going on um, within, within me and how that affected my life outside of me. And I was very fortunate to have beautiful open parents um, that just allowed me to, to be who I already am. And I think that's what was key. Like they didn't try and say, you know, you need to go this way or you need to do this or, you know, everything was, yeah, definitely just be who you already are. And, and in fact, they helped me a lot because of that space that they gave me because I was pretty much an A-type student as well, like in terms of academics, and I would put so much stress on myself. So that perfectionism would come through. And, you know, like although I had this creative, fluid understanding of the way life moved, like I also still had a mind, <laughs> you know, like we've got this amazing mind. And they, they helped me to really understand how my mind um, was causing, you know, this suffering for me and that I was doing it to myself. And I think through those um, those learnings, you know, from my parents in so many ways, um, I was really able to see how when I was separating, but I still wasn't yet mature enough to maybe choose it all of the time. And hey, I'm only 30 now and I'm still, you know, it's so easy to say, oh, just choose it. Like there's days where you don't and but you then go, oh, okay, that's why it didn't kind of flow. Um, But yeah, I feel as though there was so much joy that I was able to share an experience through my family and through that connection 
um, you know, and I had a lot of health issues as a young girl. Like I had a lot of surgeries, um, a lot to do my, with like my kidneys and reproductive area. And it was through those challenges that I actually um, came on to natural healing, you know, because my, my parents were always about, okay, well, yeah, we, we go this side with the medicine, you know, and, and the Western world. But let's, um, you know, what else can you do to, to make you happy? What, what, what do you need right now? And, and all of those questions of self-responsibility coming back at you really um, they listened to me and I think that was important because when they listened I listened to who I was and what I needed and that kind of got me on the pathway of doing all of my stuff with my energy with my Reiki um, and so yeah you know I was a Reiki master by 19 um, and you know I was beginning that um, kind of yet yeah, traveling pathway um, with all of this stuff bringing it together and I think by 23 was when I really um, came into the yoga the healing side of it because with dancing what ballet and all that kind of stuff does on your body over time I was like oh okay so there is a moving life energy force um, within the body and I love it and I, I feel creative and I connect to it and it helps me to understand the world around me but also doing it with the pressure of this is what you need to do, coming through that dance, you know, background, I was like, this isn't for me anymore. I, I want to be free in that dancing and be free in that movement. And so I really moved over to yoga to help counteract, um, you know, any conditioning that I might have felt throughout my body because of the dancing. So it was like 23 that it all like started to, I got those aha moments um, to really then choose the pathway that I was going. Before that, I was just playing around and, you know, like when you go traveling and you're exploring and you're touching and, you know, some days those travel days go amazingly and it's like, oh, this is so good. And then the next day you have one of those travel days and everything, you know, goes down like a train wreck. It's like, I feel like that's how my life was up until I was, um, yeah, 23. It really started to connect a lot more. And so you talk about your practices. Can you share with us a little bit more about what those practices looked like? You talked about Reiki and healing energy. And I can imagine how Reiki was just transformational with uh, a lot of the surgeries and medical issues you had growing up. Um, but then what other practices were significant in your life along the way? Um, it was a lot to do with uh, basically just being present and being aware and, you know, stepping outside and, you know, being in nature and through my through journaling and self-inquiry. That was huge for me. Um, I feel as though it was a way for me to really see what was going on on the inside. I'd just sit there with my pen and paper and just not like, you know, have a... Um, an idea or a preconceived way of how I was going to write and I just let it come out and then I was starting to watch the patterns you know of what I was writing day by day and then seeing okay well what did I choose that day did I choose to go and have a coffee and meet with friends you know did I choose to sit in my backyard and play with the flowers <laughs> like did I choose to go to the beach like and then I started to see you know the connections of, of being present and allowing that fluidity of life you know from the inside out it's like okay well if I feel like this those types of activities are not going to be good for me today so I really started to empower 
um, my life choices and to be able to then, you know, choose my days to, to reflect what I felt like. So for a lot of people, like especially with women, like, okay, for example, you know, when, when you're on your menstruation and it's like, okay, God, I really don't feel like going to work today. I really don't feel like doing this. I've got this, this, and this, and this. It's like when you stand up and honor that truth on the inside and empower you through that strength by being honest with yourself that you can't do that, cross those things off your list. Like, and then have that space, give yourself what you need. And, and that takes time, you know, you might, the first time you might be only able to cross one thing off your list, but the next month you might have the power inside you and the trust to cross off too. And I feel like through that process, I was able to really move out a lot of um, things that really didn't serve me in my life. So I love to surf. Um, I'm by all means not an amazing surfer but like connecting in with the ocean and floating is probably my old time I just like to float and have my ears just like under the water and like be able to hear the sounds of the shells and and the sand and you know just be present I feel like you can absolutely do anything I get enjoyment over washing the dishes these days because I'm present it's like the more that you can bring your life force into what you're doing being present and, and staying in alignment with your own joy, everything is wonderful. You know, it's all about making life wonderful. Just like if you have beautiful conversations, you know, with, with loving conversations with your friends, your family, your partner, it's like, okay, well, that, that was so good. You come out and you feel amazing and you feel this like in heightened, like kind of life. It's like, well, why can that happen in that moment? But then when I'm dealing at the bank and trying to do, why is it, you know, not as, not as like inviting and, and uplifting? It's like, well, it can be. And I think through many rituals of just having a beautiful cup of tea, writing in a journal or taking a nature walk, you know, it, it definitely helps. And of course, getting on your mat. And the more I was able to get on my mat and listen to what my body wanted, to listen to what my mind needed, I was able to really fluidly understand the different doorways and the different pathways I could tap into to suit what I needed to do that day. So if I couldn't cross those things off the list, I got on my mat and I was like, okay, well, how can I prepare myself best to be able to deal with those things on my list? So uh, there's a few different beautiful points that I want to just go back to. So one is um, just the amount of intuition that you're just tapping into, the listening that you're speaking to and the ability to just intuit what you need. Where did you begin yes. to develop that that listening, that deep level of listening to your body? Well, I would have to say it's got to obviously be something to do, yeah, with, with my parents listening to me, my family listening to me because that helped inspire me to listen to me more. But if you would sit here and ask my parents, they would probably say, um, she was born like this. <laughs> like, I've always been this way. And that's, I guess, my, my mission here um, on this planet is to help people understand that we've all got it. I'm not special. And people that can tap into their intuition are not special because we all can tap into that special part of us. It just takes um, our presence and our ability to, um, I guess, even believe that it's there. 
Um, and so, you know, I was able to nurture what I already came here with um, through my, my parents being so open and listening. And they would always be like, why, why are you asking me? And I'd be like, what do you mean? Like, you're my parents. <laughs> and <they're, laughs> like, are you kidding? You're so and I really, like yeah, you're, you're supposed to tell me what to do. And I really struggled with this. Like, I remember as a teenager, especially, because I was like, my, my friends, they were like, oh, yeah, mom's like this. Or my, like, dad's saying I can't do this. And, and I'm like, okay, well, to my family, like, to my parents, do they not love me? Like, what's going on? Do they not care? Because they were like, well, if you choose to do that, you you know, that's your choice. And if you want to go and do that, you can do that. Just remember that there's always two sides to the coin. Like, and I was like, wow, they're putting it all on me. But through that process, now as an adult, I see what wonders they helped me to do in terms of being responsible um, and self efficient like you know and and being able to know not to look outside of me now that doesn't mean that I still don't have moments of looking outside because like I said like we can get disconnected at any time because we're not choosing to stay connected and that happens through awareness and that becomes quite hard when it, it it's acute awareness, you know. It's like when you do a yoga class, you know, it's trying to stay with every breath for an hour. Hey, that's that's not easy. Um, and that's like in life. Like every time you miss your breath, you know, you, you've lost connection. But it's okay because guess what? You can get it back again. Like, And I think that's what I was able to soften over the years of when I would go through those separating moments of not being in my intuition I was then able to not get down on myself and be like, oh, like, gosh, like, why? I know this. Why have I done this again? It's like, no, that's okay. Like, return. Just return. Like, don't waste any more energy on looking back and and worrying and stewing about what you chose or what didn't happen or what did happen and just move into the now and actually be present and blossom that now again, you know, start again. And I feel like yoga and meditation really helped me to soften um, the hardness that I, I would put on myself because that perfectionist mind of, oh, I'm, I disconnected. So, and my parents were very soft in that approach too. They're like, why do you be so hard on yourself when this happens? And I'm like, I just thought that they were, you know, trying to maybe move me on and not deal with, like, not listen anymore. And, like, as a teenager, as, as you do when you're a teenager. But then I'm like, no, like, there wasn't anything to worry about. Like, I put so much pressure on myself and I'm the only one that's doing it. Not even my own family is doing it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I, I feel like I had a really beautiful experience of, like, imagine if society was like that or everyone, like, didn't put the pressure on you and just let you be and do what you, you know, were free to do and and be who you are. It's like, wow, like that would be incredible to walk through the pathways of that, you know, and I feel like when um, we get students coming here for the teacher training, this is how I run the teacher trainings. And everyone says that they want that. They want that ability to feel free and just be who they already are and not be told what to do. You know, they want to choose. And it's funny because within day two, of experiencing a teacher training um, with that kind of flow, you see them, but, well, what do I need to do? And it's like, well, you know. like, And it's and they laugh, like, by day five, they're laughing going, 
this is really hard. I'm like, yeah, because we've been conditioned to be told what to do. You know, we've been conditioned to told to be who this, and it's like, although we say we want this freedom, it's like, yeah, but like, there is still so much fear behind actually having that freedom. Just like I was experienced with my parents as a teenager, you know, and I, I was, yeah, I was fortunate enough to maybe not build um, a lot of that fear continuously throughout my life because I had that supportive network at home, which then only strengthened as I, I grew and I matured into that like self-knowing, you know, that wisdom. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. And then for people, I mean, I'm not, I'm not shy about this, but like, you know, like people pleasing, like it's such a characteristic or tendency that I turn to, like wanting to always make sure that everybody is happy and everything is fine. Um, Yeah. And so you're saying, as you're saying this, I'm like sitting here reflecting, like if I cross things off my to-do list, like who would be pissed at me? Right. I know. And you know what? I like, that's what I'm saying. I'm only human too. I struggle with this as well. Like this is where like, I, I help others like do this so, so well, but I still come to um, those moments within myself too, you know? And like I say to them, like I say to my students or, or my healing clients, it's like, you like every time just the more that you can become self-aware of like every time you're choosing to do something to please another and that actually isn't in alignment with you you're hurting yourself like do do you want to bring hurt to this world do you want to because I feel like with women especially that selflessness energy flows through us especially if you're a mom you know like that energy of like what you what you, yeah, what you have to need, like need to do and, and, and have the tolerance power to do and to cope with more than most, I feel like we start to then operate on that. And it's like, we've got that energy, that tolerance that we can tap into. And it's so beautiful because, hey, that's why we're women and we have that and it's amazing. But to rely on that isn't good for us. Only, you know, to, to use it in those um, moments where, where we need to, but then also actually full full knowingly that we are using it so it's like if you don't want to cross those things off your list like damn it like I don't want that person to be annoyed with me or I don't want to do it like or I, I can't do that I just can't do that yet go okay like be honest with yourself like I can't cross that off right now I can't choose to not please this person right now but that's okay because I'm still I'm actually conscious in this moment and I'm choosing to do this so then you're still empowering yourself and eventually that empowerment will grow and evolve and that people pleasing will just naturally dissolve like this is where I think a lot happens um, with the healing side um, of what everyone sees healing to be like healing is wonderful healing you know is a, a beautiful journey and it, and it can be fun it doesn't have to be dark it can be light we don't have to say oh we need to like let go of that or we need to stop doing that or putting all those pressures on yourself to dictate what you should or shouldn't do is not in healing healing is just 
being and you know when you're just being you're already healing so if you can just be and be open and honest and authentic with yourself like and actually empower yourself you know through that like I feel like all of those tendencies that mask who we already are will dissolve naturally it's organic it's like the more you empower yourself who you are, the less they have power on you. So instead of trying to shift and change yourself, because gosh, we've got so much that of that out in the media of what you need to be, what this should look like, how you should present yourself as a mom, or how you should present yourself as a young woman, and you know, what's fit, what's not. It's like, oh my gosh, we don't need any, it should be like this or it should be like that. That's just adding to the conditioning. So I really, yeah, I really um, strongly believe that just by tapping into it more of who you are and, and you're um, empowering that way and, and finding, you know, what you feel comfortable with choosing right now and, and what you feel comfortable with sharing with the world as your true essence, that will grow and the other stuff, you'll leave it behind just so effortlessly and beautifully. Thank you so much for sharing on that. I've learning alongside you as you're talking because I'm like, yes, (laughs) that is something I could put into practice today. Um, Yeah, well, yeah. And it's like, honestly, like I still, I still have those moments. Like it's, it's, each day is different. And I think that's what is one key thing in anything that I choose to practice. And that's probably why my practice is different each day. Like I was saying earlier is I tap in, I feel what I need. And then I flow from there and choose those different practices, whether it's my asana on the mat, whether it is meditation, whether it is like, you know, oming, whether it is chanting, whether it is just giving myself a beautiful, you know, massage with oils and, you know, all of those things. It's like the more that you can, you know, understand that each day you've got to turn up and tune in. You know, what you did yesterday, you're going to be confronted with, on your mat today and what you do on your mat today is going to help you to you know move through tomorrow but what's important is like to continuously flow through that um, beautiful transition um, and you know feel it's life cycle rhythm of those things not thinking that um, you can do so much today like you might be able to do two hours today to then fuel you for the week it's like or you know or those types of things it's like staying present and and realizing that each day is differently and and trying not to get those mind-made perceptions of what you think today should be like or what you think today should um look like because i think that's where then we get confronted with that struggle um and that separation enters in and we become disconnected yeah So how would you describe your life at this point? I know you mentioned how much you love just the ease at which you live. Yes. um, Well, my life at present is amazing. I, I absolutely, I'm in awe of it. Like I, that's why when you like contacted me about this podcast, I was like, wow, where do I start? Because I literally live in awe. Like I wake up, I have a beautiful partner who teaches on the yoga teacher trainings um, with me. 
who also is his own natural healer um, and, and conscious um, influence um, on a masculine level for our It's a Life community. And we, we share, we laugh, we experience, we grow together. And, you know, we, we walk through our days in Bali eating conscious, beautiful foods. They're vibrating like next level. The dragon fruit is like as purple as it comes. Um, and yeah, we, we, you know, we, we were able to just, okay, what are we going to do today? Like we look at each other and go, oh my gosh, like how, how amazing is this? Like to be able to choose, but interesting enough, it's like, it's a creative process because although we, we wake up and we're like, what do we need to do today? Or what do we choose to do today? We still come, you know, some days don't just flow. Like it's not picture perfect. Um, but it's blissful because we just laugh or we just turn it into, okay, like if I'm getting like tied up on the computer and it's like doing my head in and I'm like wanting to throw the laptop out the window, I just go, oh my God, look what I've got myself into. And I'm like, okay, take a break, go, go to the beach. Like it's being able to have um, the, the power to choose. And I think as human beings, we forget that we've got that choice because of the way society looks and the way that we think we need to operate in the world and, and what is functionable. And I think here in Bali, it makes it so much easier because it has that natural essence of just flowing and just being. It's a very compassionate place. The Balinese people have taught me so much about acceptance, about presence, and just about being and the simplicity of life. Because when we go back to Australia, because um, obviously we, we are from Australia, we even being there a couple of months, we notice just how difficult it is to stay in our flow of what we're normally used to in the environment that's there because the energy, like that's what people think they need to do. So the energy is strong, you know? Um, and so that's why we have so much understanding and acceptance of when people come and go, oh, it's easy to do it here, but to take it home, I'm like, I know, but what's, in, what's really beautiful is that once you find that place within yourself, no matter where you are in this world, you can be home. It's not outside of you. Um, so being home, in anything that you're doing is probably the one thing that I'm so truly grateful for and why my life does feel like an awe moment and is blissful and is moving in the way that um, I would hope to, you know, too, and brings me so much joy because I'm just, I'm aligning with what sets my heart on fire. Like I'm aligning with what matters most to me. And, you know, that doesn't mean that, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm ready um, to do something and the, the world, you know, isn't moving or it's not falling into place. Like that then shows me, well, no, maybe my mind's telling me I'm ready, but I'm actually not ready. So I really um, stepped into trusting. I feel like that is a big key thing. And my partner is like a saint in trusting and patience. And that is probably one thing that I needed to, to go into and to work on. Um, I trust myself, but 
trusting, you know, when it's not happening outside of me, when I'm seeing it outside of me and what's going on, I start to get a little overwhelmed where he doesn't see that because his trust is so strong inside of him that he just moves through it. And I feel like with his patient quality, um, he's helped me to find that trust on the inside out to be able to just, you know, let it be. Um, yet I'm more of a, a, a mover and a groover. So I like to keep, you know, those things, the spice of life alive. Like I, I don't like to get stagnant and I guess that's the feminine energy, right? So it's it's bringing those those two, two worlds together and um, just wanting it like and wanting it to, to be blissful you know wanting it to to be that all moment every moment and that takes energy that takes your time and that takes your presence so I feel as like if you want the real deal you've got to choose that real deal and everyone's deal is different what what anyone wants is going to be different from the next person and that's why my life if someone was to step into it now like my life and step into my shoes they might not feel the same as I do here because it's not meant for them and so that is another thing it's like you know listening to that real deal on the inside is going to help you experience that real deal and be in that wonderful making of life every single day and being in awe of your life every single day. <laughs> I love all of that. And I love how beautiful you guys echo each other and just ebb and flow and balance each other out. And you invite in the the patience and the spice and yeah right yeah yeah so if our listeners wanted to start some of the practices that you mentioned today where would you recommend that they begin uh you you begin by just you know creating a beautiful for me as a woman I think the world can look so harsh okay and and there's so much um, mind-made object out there and so for me when I sit with um, you know some candles some beautiful like aromas create a beautiful sacred space for me to just be and, and listen um, to myself like just give yourself five minutes to not don't say you're meditating don't say you're doing yoga just you're tuning in just for five minutes, like just begin by tuning in and listening and sitting with you and going, just like you would sit down with your, you know, your best friend or your partner and listen to them. Give yourself that time, that love to listen to you um, is the, the first and foremost because everything in that five minutes happens from there. Like I'm, I'm really beginning to learn and understand about um, – kind of, I guess, like going back to your, um, you know, your, your process of, of how you entered the world, like every birth is different. And I'm doing my doula training at the moment with this wonderful woman. So um, fun. She, yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and she talks a lot about like the placenta and everything being like the missing chakra, you know, and, and how like if you're feeling all over the place and you can't find your sense of ground or you don't feel like you have, um, you know, that access to the intuition like we were talking about or even know where to start. She talks about being able to just sit there and tap into, well, you, you came here with everything in this safe 
comfortable place um, and you know just give yourself that, that, that five minutes to reflect and you know acknowledge that because that is your ground here that is your anchor and if you're anchored everything's going to flow from there so even if it is sitting for five minutes listening to you if you feel like the mind's chattering and you're like what voice am I listening to it's not a voice it's a feeling you know, if you hear a voice, that's okay. You know, that is just the mind and, you know, that, that's great. And, and, hey, it could even be, you know, your spiritual guides. But to begin with, it comes through a feeling. And your body, if you notice, oh, my God, I feel so relaxed in my shoulders. Like, wow, my face feels soft. Like, all of those sensations that are going on, that is when you're, you're connected and you're feeling that life dance within you, you know, and, and each day, if you add to that five minutes of feeling that and just being with that, then you're going to be able to know then what to do next, what next step to take. Um, so yeah, and I really believe in touch. So like I was saying about, you know, the oils and that, that, that essential, um, you know, sense and comfort and smoothness and, you know, feeling like so, so nurtured um, and beautiful because you are that beautiful one, you know, like you can actually invoke more beauty, love and acceptance in your life through that to then be able to choose what to do next. So I really believe in that, um, yeah, five minutes of listening, you know, and, and if you find yourself in your life and you're like, oh my God, have I listened for a while or have I just been in doing? Because there is a difference between doing and listening and there is also a difference that is in the middle there that's called just being and in that just being we come into this place of awakened doing and that means that it doesn't take our energy we don't output the energy we generate the energy and we move into it because we're one with it so the more that we can come and, and empower our just being essence the more we can fuel ourselves into that awakened doing just like you know when you're in that creative zone and it just flows that's how life should be you know so it's like giving yourself the opportunity and and honoring yourself the space to just be that's it and don't call it anything you're being with you, you're being with yourself. And like I mentioned, if you feel like you have a, a struggle with uh, feeling like, well, I don't know where to connect to, I actually, when this is kind of confronting, like, I don't even know who I am. That's okay, laugh it off. You might shed a few tears because you might be like, wow, like, why do I not know who I am? I'm, you know, and, and all these things can start to arise. But those questions that you begin to ask yourself will lead you in that way. Self-questioning is amazing. So that would be my next point is once you've done the listening for five minutes and just listen, then choose a couple of questions that you want to ask yourself each day. And then that's going to help you be able to script the day ahead. Thank you so much for sharing those. I am sure that our listeners will begin to implement those and just see some magic and transformation in their own lives. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Truly, you are just filled with so much insight and wisdom. And it is such a value and a gift to be able to share. Thank you so much. 
Where can our listeners learn more about you and find the great work that you do in the world? Um, so basically they can check in on our um, website. We have a landing page um, and it's um, itsalife.com.au. We have a lot of dimensions. So like I was telling you about, there is um, a, a lot of different um, things that we do do under this beautiful umbrella and yoga and Reiki is definitely one of them. But um, especially for women, if you do tap into our website, if you look under Life in Style, our dimension Life in Style, that'll have a lot of these mindfulness um, ways and rituals and programs um, that I'm talking about that have helped me to mature that intuition and, and to be able to tap in and, and learn how to tune in. They're, they're all there. So I would direct you there because I feel like that's anyone is able and, and you know, to, to be able to do this. And like I said, intuition, when it's not that we're, it's a special person that takes to be intuitive. We've all got it. And um, us women, you know, the more that we can ignite and activate each other through this, um, the, the more value and gift we can offer the planet together as one. So true. Women uplifting women. There's nothing more yes. badass than that, right? No, there is not. Like, and I just absolutely love it. And, you know, it, it's so funny that you say that because, like I was saying, this dimension life and style that is on our website um, and these programs that I've been running, I, I formulated um, a weekend that we actually, um, it's a, that we do, and it's called a planetary tour. So we're traveling around the world to invoke and activate um, for, two, for two days in different locations. And we've actually got the US um, on our schedule for 2018 so we're going to Texas and California so we're really really excited um, but that is another way like if um, you know the yeah, women, like if you feel like your area wants this and needs this, please, like just give us a shout out because that we, again, we listen. So these areas that we've chosen for our 2018 schedule have come because people are like, please, can you come here? We want this. We need this. And so we're like, okay, well, we're honoring that listening. Let's go. Because yes, we have people come here to Bali and it's amazing and we love it. And this is our little hub, but hey, you can't, you, it's, it's time to to get out and like spread you know all those little seeds across the world and actually um do our part and go to them as well i love that well thank you so much for joining us today no worries and thank you so much amy like i really love what you're doing and it's so funny when when you wrote that email like um and, and reached out my partner actually got it first and he goes wow he's like this is a woman that you want to connect with and collaborate with. Like she is showcasing the essence just so seamlessly and beautifully um, to be able to invite more of this to happen. So yeah, you're igniting the way and it's absolutely beautiful. And I, I'm truly blessed to have um, been able to share that today. I feel the absolute same way. It's truly, truly an honor. Thank you. <laughs> so how awesome is Randall, guys? I absolutely love her soul and the work that she and her partner are sharing with this world. It is so needed. How can we get back to our true selves? How can we listen more? Please go and visit her website and connect with her. She's such a gift to this world. As always, you can find our show notes and resources on our website at www.abreathoffreshawe.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at abreathoffreshawe. Tune in next week for our next episode.
Also have to give a huge shout out to our Nashville-based musician, Brendan Mayer, performing Starting With You. Both him and his father, Peter Mayer, have a new record out called Long Story Short. It's available for purchase on iTunes this week. Please go and look for it. It is absolutely amazing. Something about the way the empty space between us Don't stay empty long like the horizon Can't stop colliding the sea and the sky Even if I wanted to, couldn't get away The pull is just too strong, can't quite explain it You've got a way that makes me feel like I I've been flying blind through the darkest night Oh, but you're like Seeing my first sunrise I never Had anything to lose I couldn't just let go Forget I ever had I never I never had to choose Between wanting what I have Knowing I want it back but now I do, starting with you. Looking at my days, I see a hazy, crazy, faded face or two. Who I was, who I've been, who don't want to be again. Every time you kiss me Girl, you go and feel the empty in me Oh, I never Had anything to lose I couldn't just let go Forget I ever had I never I never had to choose Between wanting what I have Knowing I want it back But now I do Starting with you Never let you choose between wanting what I have 